Well, I just pushed the wrong button. Well, welcome. Glad to have everybody here. Man, I can't believe I just did that. Um, but anyways, welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because why? They are the ones in charge. They are the host. They are the ones. At home. Therefore, they are steering this ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here. It is Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. 2023 and i'm just looking right here on the chat board and oscar who is an assemblyman down in uh down in the state of missouri the great state of missouri i tell you what, i get a lot of love from that state i was looking at some of my uh i was looking at some of my analytics and um the back end on podbean here and I just wanted to just kind of put it out there. So I, I did a search of all time, like from the start of this show up to present day today. And the top five states that freak, you know, that are the highest uh, number of downloads here. We got obviously Michigan and one representing. Thank you, Michigan. Really appreciate the love that you're showing us here at the show. Keep sharing this. If you could share the website, www.hishardline.com. Um, I am starting to become a little bit more active and keeping up on material um, as it comes in and updating, you know, the website a little bit more, stuff like that. I'm going to try to add more stuff to it just to, again, keep it fresh, but always share the website, especially for your friends that don't have Podbean. You know, there's always those friends that are very skeptical about signing up for free, new free services, right? Like you tell them, oh yeah, you know, you should listen to this podcast. Oh yeah, where, where is it? Well, it's on Podbean. You can go listen live all the time. Well, I don't like, uh, you know, I don't like signing up for new services and putting out my email. I get enough junk email. Oh, that's fine. You just go to his website, www.hishardline.com and scroll down on the front page there. You'll see an interactive media player and the shows go in ascending order from the newest to oldest. And just there you go. It's all right there. So you don't even have to sign up. Boom. Just go to the website. So that takes care of that. So, you know, share the website with people. Hishardline.com. Very easy. But I'm looking here. Like I said, Michigan's number one. Thank you. California's number two. Hello. And they say California is just the left coast. I don't, you know, look, I don't believe it. I think California is Trump country out there. California is Republic country out there. Um, it just got taken over in some of the more metropolitan areas by some crazies. But California is second on the list for showing the most love here to the show. So thank you guys out there on the West Coast. Um, it's interesting. You guys are on the West Coast, also known as the best coast. The East Coast, well, we're not going to go there because I used to live in New Jersey. We know what's on the East Coast. But here in Michigan, because we are the, you know, kind of like the Florida of the North, we are the fresh coast because we are surrounded by all the Great Lakes. The fresh coast, baby. No sharks, no salt, no problems. The third state showing love for this show is Illinois. Look at that. I'm getting two of the biggest traditionally known blue states showing the most love. And Michigan actually has always been traditionally kind of a, well, blue slash purple state. I mean, we're predominantly a red state. Detroit has kind of made it a little blue, but, you know, that's like any place with a big city. But, yeah, so three big liberal blue states are showing a lot of love at his hard line. Well, that should tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Those states are not representative of what's in the metropolitan areas. The fourth would be Florida. That's no surprise there. Got family down there. I know people down there. So thank you, Florida. And then the fifth. Missouri. 
Missouri showing some love. And I was looking a little further than down from that. Georgia's not too far behind. In fact, Georgia is kind of at a close tie with Missouri, then New York, then Texas, New Hampshire, Washington, Ohio, and so goes on down the list. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for, for sharing the show and showing us love over here. Really appreciate that. So <clears throat> Oscar was saying there in Missouri that it is because I asked on the chat, I said, so how is the temperature down there? Because we just got slammed with cold weather and ice. And yeah, it's been pretty cool. I mean, um, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. There'd be there's no other place in the world that I'd rather be than right here in West Coast, Michigan. <laughs> and so Oscar is saying, come on down the weather. And patriotism is just right. He said it's uh, nice for bicycling, bicycle riding. I said, that's not nice. And of course, my wife is in here in the chat. She says, anywhere south sounds like perfection. Well, I got news for you, wifey. Your caboose is hitched to my train. And where I go, you go. <laughs> Except Alaska. She refuses. She put on hard brakes on that one. I said, well, let's move to Alaska. I can make a ton of money up there. She goes, no, no, no. You can go up there and I'll stay right here. I said, oh, well. I guess I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> good morning, Nancy. I see you say good morning. So good morning to you. Good morning, Patriot Beagle. Appreciate all of you being here. And so um, what I'm going to do, we're going to be reading out of the, so we're going to be reading. So t- first off, this is episode 460 on his hard line. We're going to be reading Genesis chapter three with a little bit of commentary, and then we will go um, to the other side. Uh, Nancy, let's see. She's saying, I keep losing my audio. Um, I wonder if it's an internet thing. I had one other individual yesterday. I can't remember if it was you, Nancy, or someone else. Um, they were having issues too, but everyone else was fine. If, if you guys, if other people are having issues hearing me, let me know in the chat here. Cause I just want to make sure everything's fine. Uh, Oscar says five, five here, loud and clear. Good deal. Oh, Nancy was me. Okay. Yeah. You got to love the internet. Internet sucks sometimes, right? So, um, real quick, before we get going on the reading, I kind of want to start something a little fun. Um, and so today, actually, just for the record, I decided this, you know, decide what version of the Bible we're going to do. And I've been kind of liking the new King James version. So I'm going to do a reading today on that. Um, the only reason I stayed away from King James is because of the old English. Same thing with the 1599 Geneva Bible. I love it because those were the 1599 Geneva Bible was actually the, I believe the first Bible, I think that was transcribed here. Um, in English, I think, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I need to, I need to learn. I need to remember, but I have all those. Um, but I always just have a hard time reading the old English. It is so hard for me to stay focused and on track and to soak in what I'm actually reading because of the old English. But so I, she, Rita in California said that she reads the new King James version. I said, well, let's see what that's about. And that's actually a lot easier to read. So, um, but anyway, so I want to start a little not quite a tradition, but kind of just, you know, start off with a little humor. So on TikTok, there are these two dads, maybe you're familiar with them. They sit on a dock and it's like 30 seconds and they tell each of them, they're sitting there drinking their coffee and they tell these stupid dad jokes. But when you think about it, it's like, aha, I see what you did there. That was funny. So we're going to start off with that and then we're going to get right into the reading. Date to meet me at the gym. Hold on. I asked my date to meet me at the gym. She never showed up. That's when I knew we weren't going to work out. <laughs> a man knocked on my door today asking for a donation for the local swimming pool. So I gave him a glass of water. <laughs> That's good stuff. 
that is that's good stuff. I don't care who you are. Look, dad jokes are great. Love dad jokes. Love them. Um, every time we go to the grocery store, my wife hates it when I do this. But when we get up to the checkout line, I, I'm just the most embarrassing for everybody. Um, <laughs> when we get up to the checkout line, you know how typically most most people will ask, uh, "Did you find everything all right?" Yep, yep, yep. Or how how you doing? Right? They'll always ask, "How how are you? Did you find everything just fine?" Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So people will ask, you know, they'll they'll, they'll ask the first question, you know, um, "Hi guys, how are you?" And my response always is, well, not always, but most of the time, if I'm feeling spunky, I'll be like, oh, pretty lousy. How about you? And like the cashier clerk will just stop in her checks, looks at me and looks at my wife like, is he serious? And my wife's like, oh, he, 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 that's just him. Don't, don't, don't pay attention to him. He thinks he's funny. (laughs) So anyway, okay. Enough clowning around. Let's get back. Let's get to God business here. Let's get to God business. All right. So we are going to be reading out of Genesis, New King James Version. Um, and now we're going to be talking about the temptation and the fall of man. Chapter three, this is about, uh, let me see here, 24 verses. And it reads, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God has made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will surely, you will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew what they were, that they knew they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then God, then the Lord called God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the, the tree, gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field on your belly. You shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you shall bring forth children. You, your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam, he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I command you, saying you shall not eat of it. 
Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it. All the days of your life, both thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and dust you shall return. And Adam called his wife, wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God, made tunics of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever, therefore the Lord God sent him out in the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. And that is the reading of Genesis chapter 3. I'll tell you what, Adam listened to the woman and she deceived him. Hmm. Let me take a drink of coffee. Mm-hmm. I love this coffee. We got this coffee. I forgot what the company's called now, um, but it's a coffee company right up the road. Maybe my wife might be able to help me remember, but it's a coffee company that actually, um, local company, little factory, and they make their own um, coffee. I think it's called Magnum, maybe. Yeah, Magnum. Okay, good. I did remember. I'm not getting that old. I'm not that senile here. I remember stuff, I think. Yeah, Magnum Coffee is really good. I love when they make the coffee in their factory because their little smokestacks or whatever, you know, that exhaust the steam or whatever when they're cooking. When I can only assume when they're, uh, I guess, cooking the bean, maybe. Oh, my goodness. It smells so good. It smells so good. It's like everywhere outside you smell is coffee. So good. So we, we bought that and it's a really good coffee. Absolutely love it. But anyway, so, um, back to this. So what did we really read here? I mean, it sounds like Adam's wife got, got Adam, you know, Eve got Adam in a lot of trouble. Um, now make no mistake. Cause I, I don't want people thinking, oh, he, he's, he's being, he, he's speaking ill will of women. No, I'm not. But let's just go look at facts for what they are from the book of Genesis here, chapter three. See, Adam was clearly instructed by God not to, you know, eat the fruit of the tree, right? The tree of uh, knowledge, the tree of um, good and evil, right? And he listened. Well, then Eve, which again, like we read yesterday, which came from the rib of Adam, right? Bones of his bones and flesh of his flesh was out in the garden. And then the serpent presents Satan here in this case, um, knew that if he had tried to deceive Adam, Adam would, you know, I don't want to say no better, but Adam would know better in this case, because he got the instructions firsthand from God. Don't eat of that tree period. Like that is a very simple instruction. Like you have one job, right? <laughs> you always hear that you have one job, don't eat of that tree. Everything else you have dominion over, but don't eat from that one. Okay. Well, then Eve goes out and she listens, you know, she, she runs across the snake, the serpent representative of Satan. Satan knew that the nature of the woman was different than that of Adam knew that she would be easier to manipulate 
possibly, right? And so he tempts her, tries to give her logic. Like, surely you're not going to die, right? Go over there and eat. And because he knew, because Eve was Adam's wife, he knew Adam would listen to his wife because that was also something else that got instructed, right? You, you need a partner, you need a helper, you know? And, and so they were kind of like on equal, they were equal footing. Well, he knew that he would listen to Eve. So he, it was easier to deceive Eve. And then through Eve, he knew she would be able to get him to eat that fruit as well and cause him to fall. See, this is why prayer and discernment is so important. So after the triumph of the creation of the universe and, and, and all life, as described in Genesis 1 and 2, chapter 3 turns to the tragedy of paradise lost. So as chapter 2 ended yesterday, the first people, Adam and Eve, you know, they were naked and unashamed and, and basic and blissfully free from any experience of evil. Now, by the end of this chapter, as we kind of read, they became burdened. And rebellion will bring awareness of their own captivity, their capacity for sin, and their separation from God who created them. Their fall begins with a talking serpent. Satan seems to have either taken possession of the serpent's body or assumed the form of the snake. Either way, he is described as the craftiest of all the wild animals, which, again, was created by God. The creature approaches Eve with a single purpose of convincing her to disobey God by eating that fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And so the conversations recorded in the Bible often having the appearance of a su summary rather than like a transcript, right? This is more of a, you know, station. We don't really know exactly how long it took the serpent to convince Eve. I mean, for all we know, it could have taken a few years, right? Not just one conversation. However, his master for masterful Temptation is so effective that she seems to make her fatal choice in the space of one short conversation as we're reading. So first he casts doubt on what God actually did and did not command. All right, that's, that's the first thing that he did. Then he draws the woman into thinking about the fairness of God's command, right? So he basically says, think about it. Like, why, why wouldn't you want this? Now? Then he flatly calls God a liar, questioning God's character and motives. Now, Eve buys it all. The forbidden tree is beautiful. The food looks good to eat. And she believes the lie that it will make her wise. And Adam quickly joins her. And the pears are immediately crushed by their shame. So this is a sudden self-consciousness about their nudity. And the knowledge of good and evil is achieved by the rejection of good and the embracing of evil. So through, so though, you know, it is pointless to do so. Adam and Eve attempt to hide from God, but, you know, here's the thing. It's God, and he found them anyway. They confess their sin, but even then attempt to shift the blame. God confronts the serpent and Satan, which I thought, was, you know, the two were one, but he delivers them to the, you know, delivers to him the first of the curses resulting from the fall. Serpents would crawl on their bellies forevermore, serving as a reminder of this moment. In addition, Satan's ex existence would be characterized by his war with humanity. He would win a painful victory, bruising, you know, the Christ of, you know, the heel of Christ, but would be crushed by Christ in the end. So, you know, the sentences pronounced for Eve and then Adam are heartbreaking in a way that they continue to reflect our everyday, uh, you know, human experience here on earth. 
Women would suffer the pain both in bearing and birthing children and an ongoing conflict with her husband. And men would face pain and frustration in his work, struggling to make the cursed ground yield food until he finally died and returned to the ground himself. Boy, that kind of sounds a little bit familiar with a lot of what's going on in today's society. Think about it. Women would suffer pain both in bearing and birthing children in an ongoing conflict with her husband because of Satan, right? And men would face pain and frustration in his work, struggling to make the cursed ground. So, you know, any work that he does trying to yield food and, a, and provide a living for his family would, would be a challenge until he finally died and returned to the ground himself. Now, I'm not saying that this would take away the pains of birth for women, but, you know, it seems like this is one of the reasons why we want to turn back to God. We don't want to be in conflict with our spouse, right? We don't want to have a conflict with our wife and the wife being having a conflict with her husband. We, the men don't want to have to struggle to try to make a living on a cursed ground to try to yield food and, and provide for his family, right? This is why it's so important that we turn to God. So despite their disobedience and sin, God still provides for mankind, and this begins with clothes made from the skin of an animal, the first sacrifice of life for a covering, but Adam and Eve cannot stay in the garden. Basically, God evicted them out. It is no longer for them now. So for one thing, God would not allow them to eat of the tree of life and gain physical immortality in their state of spiritual death and sin, so to be trapped in a perpetual state of death and separation would be truly cruel. And so God banishes mankind from the garden and assigns an angel to guard the way to the tree of life. With that, the painful story of fallen human beings you know, in their history begins. That must have sucked back then. So just a little, again, chapter context. So... Again, Genesis 2 ended with the last glimpse of a sinful world, or a sinless world, excuse me, a sinless world. Because, you know, in that time, Adam and Eve are perfect in themselves and in their purpose and in their relationship as husband and wife. But, you know, as we just read here, chapter 3, the story of that paradise that we once had being lost. And so the result of the first willful sin human sin, the consequences immediately came with shame and lifelong separation from their home with God. In chapter 4, as we'll read tomorrow, we'll describe the beginning of their lives together, the beginning of the painful story of man's history. So we're going to get into that tomorrow. So, but yeah, I tell you, um, very, very interesting. Um, very, very interesting, but you got to watch out for that serpent. He is a cunning and a very deceitful individual. This is why we have to hold the line and help people never to cross that line and not allow the enemy to cross the line over to us to set those traps and snares for us to fall in. Sorry, just taking another sip of coffee here. <clears throat> so anyway... But, um, but that's all I got for you. Let me see. Let me see if I can find another dad joke real quick for you. Let me, let me see. Hold on. Hold the phone. Let's see. Nope, 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 nope. Hold on. Let's see if I can find These guys are great. I love these guys. Let's see if I can find another one. Uh, 
here, let's try this one. Um, hold on. I think I found it. You don't need a parachute to go skydiving, but you do need a parachute if you're going to go skydiving twice. I threw a boomerang a couple years ago. I now live in constant fear. <laughs> this is so stupid. Oh my goodness gracious. There you go. So Oscar, there you go. I know you said you were going to take those dad jokes. There you go. So um, those guys, uh, let me see. If you're on TikTok, um, uh, oh, 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 hold on. Sorry about that. Uh, if you're on TikTok, I believe it is called Logan. Uh, I don't even know how to spell it or how to pronounce this, but it's at Logan, L-O-G-A-N-L-I-S-L-E. Lizzly, Logan Lisley, I don't know, but yeah, L-O-G-A-N-L-I-S-L-E. If you're on a, if you're on TikTok, so yeah, these guys, these guys are great. In fact, I'm gonna, I don't know why, I thought I had, I thought I followed them. Well, we're gonna follow them now. I love those jokes. So anyway, let's do a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, just want to say thank you so very much for this time together and for the stories in your Bible that uh, teach us the lessons of of mistakes made in the past and how we can try to avoid those mistakes and how we can live for you and live original and on you know try to lead ourselves with your guidance down the righteous path. We don't ever want to get off that path. We don't want to deceive you. We don't want to. Uh, fall away from you. We want to do whatever we can to draw closer to you, to have an intimate relationship with you and to know your face. And in turn, we hope you know us and you know our heart and where our heart is at. We have every intention of coming back. And I think this is why we are seeing these revivals. I believe we are coming back, Father, and this country is going to turn their eyes to you, God. We are coming back home to you and we are not going to stop. So guide our every footstep and may every inch of our journey that we take, please let it be in alignment with your great divine plan. We pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to close this out. Give me a quick minute and then we're going to come back on the other side and we're going to talk about we the people versus the corporate government. Um, got a few sound pieces here that are good, that are really good. Maybe you've seen the movie God's Not Dead, We the People. I got a few sound clips that I want to make some good points on and, you know, tie it back to the assembly. So we will be right back. God bless, ladies and gentlemen.